0: Hello, welcome back to the podcast. This is the A Girl with a Dream podcast with your host, myself, Amanda Adamczak. And I'm so excited to be talking all about email today and basically why you need an email list. So hopefully by the end of this, I convince you how important it is, whether you implement it now or not, because it may not make sense for you. At least you will know the importance of it. And when you're ready to implement, you'll have the tools and the know-how of why. So number one reason why you need an email list is because you own it. So we don't own Instagram. We don't own Facebook. We don't own anything other than our customer data and our email list. And so basically it is owned media and it's something that you can go to and market to and communicate to when something happens to a social media platform. So for example, if Instagram is down for the day and you need a way to communicate to your people, well, an email list is gonna be the way to do that. So it's, an, it's definitely an important reason is because you actually own it and you can communicate when you want and how you want and how often you want. We rely so much on social media and we know it's not going away and Instagram's not going away tomorrow, but there are issues. I've even just had a client who was using Linktree which I'm not a huge fan of, was using Linktree. And all of a sudden, she her Linktree stopped working because Instagram sometimes will break those links. They don't really like them. And no one could get to her site on her launch day, which is, ah, that's like such a nightmare. I would, It's like exactly what you don't wanna wake up and see is, oh, I'm launching, but no one can get to my site directly. And then even her swipe up didn't work and just kind of chaos, all from using Linktree. And then now she's got it back, it's fine. But it just goes to show you that she could have, and she did email her list and was able to still communicate about her launch and recoup some of the sales. Now, it's not ideal. Obviously, if she was direct linking to her website, it would have been obviously better. She wouldn't have had that issue, but you know, we, you know, got to learn somehow. So that's just another reason. If Instagram goes into a blackout, which is where, you know, it just stops working, you're also able to communicate. Certain things. And so it's just really important that you basically have a media that a medium that you own. So the next thing is it's just another easy avenue to reach your people. So we're on email. Email is a little bit different from a behavior standpoint, different than how we use social. It's different than how, you know, we work in the store and communicate there. It's different than any, any other way of communication, but email is still super important. People are still in their email box daily. They may be at work. They may be on their way home from work. They get alerts. So they may get push notifications for emails, whereas on social media, they don't. So it's a unique way that you can still market and reach your audience outside of social because on social, you're at the beck and call of the algorithm, also at what they're consuming. And so they may not be seeing your stuff because they're just consuming other types of content. So the algorithm isn't showing your post. And so, but maybe an email, they get a little push notification. they got a new email from you, and they click on it, and they open it. and it re-engages them into your brand, into your shop, and maybe they're going to go buy something from that email. So it's just another touch point. And you want to have multiple customer touch points because you're going to have people on your email list that may not be active on social. You're going to have people on social that may not be active on email and vice versa. So how can you get multiple touch points? And email is a great, great touch point It has great conversion, has, you know, decent open rates, depending on, you know, how you're engaged your email list is. And it's a great conversion tool. Another reason why email is so important is it nurtures your loyal buyers. So I'm one of those people that uses my email list as a nurturing mechanism, so to speak. And I treat my email list as my VIPs. I give them first access to products. I send them coupon codes. I treat them as if they gave me their email address which is something that's you know personal they're they're inviting me into their home by giving me their email address and versus on social where they choose to follow me and you know i you it's like it's a little bit less intimate and so i treat that with you know, the utmost respect. And I don't over email them. And I, when I do email them, it's something of value. So they actually want to open my emails and I'm not just giving them spam. So you have to treat your email list with, you know, that respect that they gave you their email list in exchange for you to market to them. So don't take advantage of that. And it's a great way to nurture those loyal buyers, go deeper with them, have conversations with them, tell a story, share pictures. There's a, it me Email is just a different form of communication than, you know, just a social media post. And so it's just really important that you use email in that way and just know that you can continue to build your loyal following and your loyal buyers through email. Even if you're starting with 10 people, it's okay. Really start to talk about your email list and you can grow that to a hundred people and then a thousand people. And then hopefully one day, 10,000 people. I'm not there yet, but one day I will be. and. I love email. I think it's powerful and I think it's exciting when you're like waiting for a launch email or you're waiting for an important email. And I know that my people um, appreciate how I treat them and basically allow them to go along on that journey with me. So it's a great way to nurture your loyal buyers. Another reason is they already get automated emails from you anyway. So if you don't have an email list started where you're sending regular reoccurring emails like on a weekly basis, which is what I would recommend, they're already getting the shipping confirmation emails from you. They're getting the order confirmation emails from you. They're getting maybe abandoned cart emails from you. Turn on all these automated emails if you don't have them, especially that abandoned cart one and weekend. That's a whole other topic, automated emails for another day. But they're already getting you these, there's these emails from you. So why not nurture them with a weekly newslettery type? But I hate using that word because no one wants to sign up for a newsletter and no one wants to sign up for an email list. So make sure your marketing is really good and how you get them to sign up. But they're already getting you these emails from you. So how can you take that relationship deeper? How can you make even those automated emails a little bit more personable and on brand and cultivate that relationship? And lastly, you're probably sitting here maybe thinking, okay, cool. I would love to start an email list, Amanda, but I am not sure what the heck I would talk about in these emails. And you can always be reusing your content. You don't have to overthink this guys. You can keep it super simple and create a template, which I talk more about in an IGTV video. So go look at that on my Instagram at Amanda.Adamcheck. But Basically, you can curate a template where you're just plugging and playing each week so it doesn't make you know allow you to have to recreate this email every week and you can reuse content. You can put your, you know, the the top bestseller this week or your most like Instagram post. Like, hey guys, this was the most like Instagram post this week. Go check it out if you haven't. And things like that. Like people aren't so up in your biz on social media as you think. Um, so you can reshare content that way. You can retell a story. You can say how you got your name. You can give them updates on upcoming pop-ups, upcoming products, all of the things. Like I could think of 10 things right now that you could email about. And that's 10 emails, which is two and a half months worth of content. And that is like so powerful that you can come up with these ideas and they can last a lot longer than you think. And they're not as hard to come up with you can recycle content, you can reuse content. And if you don't have if you don't feel like you have something to say to your customers on a weekly basis, then you need to dig a little bit deeper because you definitely have something to say. You're just not thinking of it in that context or maybe you're scared to put things out there or maybe you think you're boring and you have nothing to say, but really you do. So you need to give yourself more power and you need to give yourself more credit because what you have going on is great and you can even post old products if you don't have new ones and If nothing's really going on, then cool. Just get in there and give them some love and give, maybe you're including a funny gif or a meme and a story and you're just nurturing them from a relationship standpoint and you don't have to sell to them every week in an email. Like it's obviously great. You want to talk about your products. You want to talk about your new arrivals and your new launches, but you don't have to do that every time. And so I encourage you to just dig a little bit deeper. If you are one of those people that's like, girl, I don't know what to post about or email about. You definitely have a ton of ideas. um, And I have a ton of content out there about content building. So go research some of that out. That's a whole other podcast topic. But just to kind of recap why it's so important for you to have this email list is you'll own it. You'll be able to build this email list and own these people's emails for years and years and years um, and be able to contact them when you can't socially. Two, it's another just easy avenue to reach your people. So you want to have those multiple touch points. Three, it's a great way to nurture your loyal buyers. Four, they're already getting automated emails from you. So why not continue to build that relationship? And five, reuse content. You have things to post about. Do not get hung up and start overthinking um, all of the topics that you you know may or may not want to email about. Trust me, you've got it all there. You have the ideas, they're within you. So start writing things down. If you need help getting your email list started, if you're an e-com business, which you probably are listening to this podcast, I highly suggest Klaviyo, and I've also heard amazing things about OmniSend. I personally use Klaviyo. OmniSend, I've heard, like I said, amazing things about, and I have some clients that use them. So those would be my top two suggestions for you. But if you're just getting started and you don't have a very big email list, MailChimp is great just to get started with. You don't need to be getting all fancy, which... Clavio gets very fancy with a lot of their emails and their sequences and flows and all of that jazz, especially if you're not a techie person. I would just start on MailChimp, get a landing page up, get that email list going. And when you, just a little pro tip here. When you're getting people to sign up for your email list, don't just say, "Hey, who wants to sign up for my email list? Because no one does. Make it fun, exciting. Either make it a VIP email list. You can call your email list something where you're basically calling your community of people by a certain name, like a family or whatever it is. Get creative and also give them incentives. So you can give them a coupon code or you can give them free shipping or something incentive to sign up for that email list. So those are just my quick tips on email, why you need an email list and Also, about one third, it depends on the month, it could be a quarter, it could be a third of my revenue comes from email, guys. And so that's because I've spent so much time nurturing my email sequence and made it a huge, huge priority in 2018. And then that carried over into 2019. So basically committing to weekly emails in 2018 was a game changer for me. And I've been able to build up my revenue that comes from email just by using it as a marketing tool. So I hope that gives you just some encouragement that you can get there too, but you don't have to dive all in. You can start small. You can just get that MailChimp landing page up and start sending automated emails at a minimum. And then when you're ready, you can start sending weekly emails. That is another caveat is if you're not ready, to start being consistent and sending either bi-monthly or weekly emails, then don't start it if you're going to be hodgepodgey wait until you have the time to be consistent because that is key. So nice, short, sweet little podcast for you guys today with my quick little tips on email. And if you're inspired to start email and you do it, let me know, shout me out on Instagram, slide into my DM. If this gave you the courage to go ahead and start and kick that off. And hopefully you guys are seeing amazing results. I'll do some more podcasts on some more specific email topics that, you know, get a little bit more nitty gritty into the email strategy and marketing. But for now, Hopefully this just inspired you to start. If you have not, hope you guys have a good rest of your day and see you on the next one.